Hello, my friends, listeners, and survivors, success stories, and everybody out there. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I was looking at my um, estimated audience for this podcast, and it's pretty low, you guys. Help me out. Help a sister out. (laughs) Share this out with people. Um, I want to get more people listening. So today is September 25th. I am recording this at 11 p.m., almost midnight pretty soon and my husband's asleep and I thought I would take time to do this now while I had time because tomorrow I'm getting on a call early in the morning with the women that are working with me on the new movement that I've been talking about and I'm so excited about. It's been challenging though because of all the, I said we are global already, just the 11 women that have jumped on the bandwagon with me happened to be in all different parts of the country so we've got Australia and we've got South Africa we've got the UK and so the time zones are really tricky so nine o'clock in the morning will be 9 p.m. for some people be 3 p.m. for some people 2 p.m. for some people so anyway I thought I'd record this tonight so that I could put it out there for you guys before Um, my call with the movement gals and then I'm hoping that also tomorrow I'll be recording another episode with another survivor who happens to also be part of the movement and she wants to tell her story a little bit so that's going to be really exciting that should be coming up I think the week after this one so this episode is episode number 104 Are you settling for less? And if so, why? If you are healing and growing and moving forward as a survivor, there is one thing that we sometimes do, and that is self-sabotage. I have heard so many people say that, oh, I'm a self-saboteur. I have self-sabotaged so many times. And some people aren't aware that they're doing it, but some people are. How do we self-sabotage? Well, I'll tell you, by settling. Settling for relationships that you know aren't healthy. Settling for men who don't treat you any better than your last partner did. Settling for people who drag you down and keep you there. Now, I talked about this on my last podcast episode with Teresa Schmidtman, the survivor and success story that I had on last episode. She was awesome. She and I were agreeing that it has not only happened to us, but to many other women as well. We just kind of chatted about that because there seems to be a theme with women and their stories are all different, but the same things keep happening. It's self-sabotaging, but you do it anyway, right? Because you're hoping and praying that someday it will all work out. He'll see how awesome you are, and he will become magically awesome. That's another thing that Teresa and I kind of giggled about because we really thought, we really thought this back when it was happening. And then some of us, maybe we didn't think that. We just thought, how could anybody be so awful and they're going to snap out of it someday? Or if you just hang in there long enough, just maybe things will change 
and you won't feel invisible around him anymore. Or maybe it was your family or friends that were abusive. Then we hope eventually you won't feel invisible around those people in your life. And maybe your partner will finally start treating you like a queen or just simply treat you the way you deserve to be treated. I mean, come on, it's a basic human right to be treated at least fairly and without fear, right? You shouldn't have to live in fear and you shouldn't have to live in fear in your own home. But how long are you gonna wait? Months? Years? While you are waiting for the behavior of others to change, your life is passing you by. You are missing out on some pretty awesome things that life has to offer you. And not to mention, you're getting older. So here comes the truth bomb. The people in your life, the ones that have hurt you, or the ones that have created that emotional wound or that have damaged your heart are never gonna change, never. And certainly not by anything that you're going to do. And nothing you do or say is gonna make them change. You can't control other people. So waiting for the situation to change won't help you. Really think about that. I mean, yeah, there are people who get rehabilitated, but you don't wanna wait around for the behavior of other people for your happiness. This is the mistake many people make, thinking that if you do something differently, then this person will change. Or if they wait too long or they wait long enough, things will be different. All the while, your emotional wounds are not getting healed. Your needs are not getting met and you are stuck in place. Now I want you to think of stuck as dead. Now how does it feel? Where you are stuck, you are actually dead in that area of your life. Like just try to get that feeling, embrace that feeling. Stuck meaning dead. That part of your life is dead. Doesn't that put a whole new spin on things? Dead. Instead, it's up to you to change your situation. I get it. You want to be a good friend and a good partner. And you are. You are all those, th- all those things. But you are being a martyr. Or worse yet, a doormat. Are you starting to believe the things you are being told that are most likely serving only the person saying them to you? I mean, let's face it. If you live with someone long enough and they work on you and work on you and tear you down and say things to you that make you feel insignificant, pretty soon a part of you is going to believe that no matter what. Sometimes people with unmanaged minds and unmanaged emotions can really hurt you with all of their negative talk and all of their hurtful comments. They like to project their negativity onto others so that they feel better. It's their way of coping. And I talked about this in previous episodes about how people cope and how coping is not 
healing and coping is only going to cause more damage and you don't want to live the rest of your life just coping with things, well, you might be living with someone who's doing that. They're just trying to cope with bad behaviors and you just happen to be on the receiving end of their bad behavior. Their coping mechanism is to lash out at you. So if you think about it, go back to when you started, you might have been happy and carefree and you know, thinking that this was going to be a great relationship or this group of people that you're hanging around with might be so awesome. But then they start hurting you, hurting your feelings, making you feel bad about yourself, tearing you down because they might not be happy. And especially if you're in a group, like if everybody isn't in it together and all doing the same thing, then it doesn't feel good. So they want to try to make you at the same playing level as them. It's terrible. Can you see how that has nothing to do with you though? People that have unmanaged minds and unmanaged emotions that are just lashing out at everyone because they are unhappy has nothing to do with you. How you were an innocent victim in someone else's nightmare is what happened. And because of the time you spent trying to deal with this person, you developed insecurities and emotional wounds and survival responses for just your day-to-day life. Just think about that for a minute. You developed all of this because of them. You shouldn't have to develop survival responses just to live your day-to-day life. And you also were being confused by their issues and possibly taking responsibility for the things you did and did not do in their life. It's so frustrating to me because you come into a relationship with high hopes and little by little, it takes, you know, very often it takes a long time for this stuff to surface and you don't realize it's happening because it's happening at such a slow pace. It starts to become your normal you were left a shell of yourself because every single thing that was beautiful and awesome about you was stomped on and buried down so deep that you thought you would never feel those feelings again. But trust me, you will. You will feel those feelings of joy and beauty and awesomeness. Remember, relationships are a two-way street, my friends. And if the people in your life aren't being at least supportive and understanding, then it's not a healthy relationship. So why do you keep getting swept up in toxic relationships? I'm thinking that you have some unresolved emotional trauma that is keeping you from breaking free and moving on, right? Things that you may not even realize or remember that happened in your past. Now, there are the obvious bad marriages or bad partnerships, so there's that, but there's also a childhood pain or emotional neglect or flat-out abuse that you may have thought you put behind you, and I'm sure you have forgotten about it, but we sure do everything in our power to act as though it's in our past and it's not in our present. The problem is that unless you identify your past pain, come to terms with it, and take ownership over it, it will take ownership over you and your emotions and all of your actions. That's it in a nutshell. 
that you have to identify what it is that's hurting you. And I heard somebody recently just say this to me. Well, I've had it. I've had, you know, abuse in the past. I've had issues with my, you know, parents in the past, but I want to talk about what's happening now because this is different and they think it's different, but it's really not. It has a lot to do with what's happening to you now, but we can uncover all of that if in a coaching session. A toxic past relationship can have negative long-term effects on your current relationships. How? Well, it looks like this. You're in a new relationship. You're giving everything you have to make it successful. Your partner, though, has some past issues and can't fully commit to the 50-50 contribution to the relationship. And I believe that if you're going to be in a healthy relationship, it has to be 50-50. You're both putting in 50%. But you overlook their past emotional wounds and issues because all you want is to be loved and to be seen and to be heard, something that maybe you didn't have in your past and you crave it so badly, you'll overlook just about anything if you think you're going to get it. You also overlooked a lot of red flags because you thought they would get better. But trust me, when there's a red flag, it's only going to get worse. I can speak from experience on that. You have insecurities that made you settle for less than you deserve. And those insecurities came from your past. They are unhealed and most likely unidentified emotional traumas or call them wounds if you don't like that word trauma, which most people can't relate to. They can't relate to it because as soon as you say the word trauma, they're like, oh, I don't have any trauma in my life. But it's a wound and it's an emotional trauma, not the kind of trauma that a lot of people think about. But the reason you're settling for way less than you deserve is because your self-worth got damaged and you started taking on an identity that morphed out of your past experiences. Does that make sense? You start to take on an identity that isn't really you, that is just part of the experience that you've just gone through. That's why I always say it's important to create disconfirming experiences around the bad experience that you had in the past. Your self-worth isn't gone. It just needs to be revived and reset, so to speak. You need your power and control back. You have a voice and you have a choice. Make it before any more time goes by. Here's the good news. You don't have to settle. Not anymore and not ever again. If you want to experience how amazing life can truly be, I have a powerful one-on-one six-month program. Now, if you're not interested, you can click off right now and I won't be offended, honestly. And I hope you enjoyed this portion of the podcast episode. (laughs) But if you are interested, let me tell you how we can kickstart your new experiences and create your empowered path. This is what we would do. We would meet weekly on a Zoom and I will hold your hand through my powerful Triumph Over Trauma program. 
Together, we will find and release you from the toxic environments in your life and put you back in control, put you back in the driver's seat of your own life. You'll see how creating safe relationships with loving and nurturing people will support you and lift you up, and that can shift everything so quickly. We'll identify any damaging areas from your past relationships and move toward healing. My goal is to help you discover your life's true purpose, and I know you all know what I say about purpose. So if you're interested in fixing this once and for all, just message me or email me at karen at karenmessina.com. What do you have to lose? I look forward to hearing from you, but if you're not in need of any kind of help like this and you know somebody who is, please feel free to share my podcast or my information or my website with as many people as you'd like. Plus, we will be talking about the movement every episode. All right, everyone, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening and have a really great day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.